So if we followed our partners in mission over these past few weeks, um, one of the things that's really stuck um, me, struck me, is that the Salvation Army is in those places, in those places has got to the core of some of the deep-seated issues that are preventing people living life in its fullness. And they're there in the midst to love and to serve, often in very difficult circumstances. They have responded to a call from God to love and to serve whatever the cost. They stepped out of their comfort zones and God has done his kingdom building through them. And we see in our Bible reading this morning how even Jesus did that as well. He moved from a comfort zone to be where God needed him to be. Jesus had gone off to be on his own to pray. And I'm guessing it's been quite uh, an intense time. If you read back, he, he's been in this time of uh, healing, loads of teaching and healing. And he needed that time to regroup and to work out what God wanted him to do next. Simon and his companions found him and told him that everyone was looking for him. The people were looking for Jesus because they wanted him, wanted him to stay with them. They wanted more of him. The day before had been amazing. Have you ever had one of those days where you could just wish you could just live it again all over because it's just been so brilliant? Have you? Of course, my wedding day was one of those days. But they're not regular, are they, you know? And so when one happens, it's like massive, isn't it? Those people had listened to his teaching. They had witnessed him drive out demons from people. He had healed the sick, and people were understandably wanting more of the same, although we know that it's often difficult to recreate something for a second time, isn't it? And it'd be just as good because emotions are so raw and real in that moment. So Jesus replied to Simon and his companions, let's go somewhere else to the nearby villages so that I can preach there also. That is why I've come, he says. And this is where we see Jesus, see through Jesus' eyes, the moment of cost for him in this story, which I think is really pertinent for us for, as followers of Jesus. This is where he has to decide if God is calling him to stay where he's settled or go and explore and pioneer on a new adventure in a different town and village. And in order to work that out, we read that in verse 35, that Jesus got up, left the house, and he went off to a solitary place where he prayed. Jesus spent time in prayer and solitude. We read that a number of times in the gospel. He does this so he can have space to fully focus on God and work out what it is that God wants him to do next. Do you do that? Do you do that? Do you give space to God in your life so he can tell you what he wants you to do next? Do you spend time regularly giving God space in your life for him to actually direct your life? Because if you don't, that's not really following God, is it? Because you're not following him, you're following yourself and, that's, and your own needs and securities. And this story in Mark's gospel challenges us to work out for ourselves how we're called to occupy territory for God's kingdom. This is a story that through Jesus' eyes, which challenges us to work out what God is calling us to do and where God is calling us to go, whatever the cost. And we can only do that by spending time with him and allowing him to direct our thoughts and our hearts. 
And as I read this story, I realize that there are two kinds of ways God can direct us in his kingdom building, as settlers or as pioneers. And as we spend a few moments going through them just now, I wonder which of these God is calling you to today. So let's look a little bit at what it means perhaps to be a settler. It would have been so easy for Jesus to stay and bask in the glory and be with people who, he want, who wanted to be with him. There's great comfort in being with people who like you and want to be with you and understand you and are on the same wavelength as you. That's what Simon and his companions were expecting, and that's what everyone else was expecting as well. They wanted to see more. And for most of us, we are happy and comfortable. If we are happy and comfortable, we like the way things that, the way that they are. And we are intrinsically like that. We find security in that. We find stability in being settled and things staying reasonably the same. And these people that Jesus had healed and preached to in Capernaum had listened and had taken in and were told in verse 28, if you look, that they were sharing the news all over the place where they were settled. We're not told that they followed Jesus around the villages and towns to where he went on to. Jesus had shared the good news so that they could share the good news and develop his ministry where they were settled. Being a settler isn't isn't necessarily a negative way of living in the kingdom of God. If you're a kind of settler who wants to build on what others have already started, if you're the kind of settler who wants to shape and support the church and the community where you are in hope for a better place for all, that kind of settler has a valid place in God's kingdom building. It becomes more of a problem when we become so settled and so set in our ways that we struggle with change and struggle to move forward. Change is not always easy to manage as a settler who likes to feel secure in the status quo. As we were walking home from school the other day, Katie said to me, why do things have to change, Mum? I'm happy with the way things are, and I don't want them to change. And I totally understood where she was, where she was at that moment, and what she was saying in that moment. New adventures, new ways of doing things can be quite scary. I am a person who loves routine. Maybe that's because I don't need to think about it so much, but I have an absolute routine in the morning. Sunday mornings, my routine, getting up, getting the roast on, having a sit down, go through my sermon, having a shower, and I'm ready. No one else has a routine in the house, but I have a routine. And I hate when that routine is messed around. But I explained to Kate that sometimes change is good. It doesn't always feel like it when you're looking forward or going through it, But if we believe that God's at the center of it, then it's going to be great, right? Settlers like things a certain way in order to meet their needs. And we live in a consumer-driven world. We have so many choices, everything. Shops, coffees, streaming services, cars, beauty products, foods, everything, and churches as well. We go to the one that best suits our style of worship or the beliefs that we feel most akin with. And that's fine. But if we are a settler, we need to be still looking to develop, develop ourselves spiritually, develop ourselves in how we live out Christ in our day-to-day living, and develop what the church needs to be in this community to build his kingdom while still being settled in it. Are you a settler? If so, what kind of settler are you? Are you a settler who doesn't want things to change at all? 
or who's happy and secure with the status quo, or you're a settler who wants to develop what's already here, who's open to new ideas and to build on them to make it even better and more fruitful for the kingdom. Even as settlers, Jesus calls us to be moving on people and to count the cost. We don't want to become a monument to history or a museum keeper because that's not God's building God's kingdom in the here and now. Museum keepers are content to dust off the memories of previous generations and talk about the exploits of the past. They live in the experiences of others and never see God's power operate in their own lives. Even as settlers, we can be movers and shapers and allow the power of God to operate in our lives. If you're a settler, then make sure that you're the right kind of settler today. What is God calling you to develop in the kingdom where you are just now? So Jesus says to Simon, let's go somewhere else to the nearby villages so that I can preach there also. That's why I have come. And in his prayer and solitude, Jesus knew that settling was not for him. Capernaum had, had heard his message, they had received the good news, and so Jesus knew he needed to take the gospel to other places. He had to be the pioneer. Pioneers are those who venture into the unknown or unclaimed ter territory. They are the ones who open up new areas. They prepare the way. Jesus strategically moved to other towns and villages, and we are invited to do the same as well. I love that Jesus said, let us go. Isn't that cool that you and I are invited to join with him in mission? He does the work, but he does his work through us. Our mission is to preach to all places and to reach all people. We're to prioritize a place for prayer and to preach in all places. To Jesus, this isn't optional. His purpose in coming was to take the good news everywhere, for that's why I came in Luke 4, 43, catches this with even stronger words when he says, I must preach the good news of the kingdom to God in, to the other towns as well, for I was sent for this purpose. The disciples also show us that one of the most important aspects of discipleship is obeying the master. They found Jesus and told him about their cry. They didn't receive the response that they were expecting. Jesus said that they were going to continue their journey and go on to the nearby villages. That's not what they were expecting to hear and probably not what they wanted to hear. They wanted to settle, but Jesus had another plan for them. He had a good reason for his decisions and the disciples faithfully obeyed him. There will be times as disciples when Jesus does not respond the way that we want him to. There will be times when he instructs us to stop settling and to go places we don't want to go to and to do things that we don't want to do. And in these instances, we must trust the fact that he is God and he knows best. When he gives a command, we are to obey. And as we obey, we follow. Certainly, the disciples had questions. There was a multitude of people waiting and looking for a miracle. But Jesus said, no, they've heard the good news already. It's up to them now to develop it. We're going to somewhere else. You see, Jesus knew what was ahead. The disciples didn't. Jesus knew that there were multitudes of people that they would encounter in other villages. And sometimes Jesus tells us to do the things that don't make sense to us, but we must remember that he knows all, and he has a greater plan that we can all, can't always grasp straight away. 
but it's important that we follow. Perhaps today, God is calling you to be a pioneer. He's calling you to something new, to a new adventure. Perhaps he has been for a little while, but you've been intent on settling when you should be pioneering. I'm not saying that's for you to move off to another town or another area to start another church, although it could be. But perhaps it's about a new job. Perhaps it's uh, about officership or territorial envoyship. Perhaps it's about new ministries here in the core or somewhere else. Perhaps it's about a new kingdom-building relationship that God has been directing you to. The disciples followed Jesus throughout all Galilee and beyond. They saw numerous miracles, and they heard every sermon that was preached, that he preached. They were able to enjoy precious fellowship with him. They were able to experience that personal relationship with him, and they were involved in the process of profitable discipleship, kingdom building. And none of these things would have been possible if they had not gone with Jesus and just settled where they were back in Capernaum, not wanting to change, but to carry on doing the same thing just because they were secure in that, and they seemed like they were glory days. Their lives were dramatically changed. There was a cost, though, but they were able to grow in their faith because they followed Jesus and remained with him and they saw the extent of his power. You may be settled in this church and enjoy the fellowship of the core and the worship style. You may be enjoying listening to the message of God's word and this whole experience strengthens and encourages you and that's great, but it's not enough. If you are not spending regular time with Jesus, working through what he's got to say to you and where he wants you to follow him, whatever the cost, then you've kind of missed the point of it all. Because soon, as soon as we leave this place, the lights will be turned off and the doors will be locked. What are you going to do then? Are you going to go with Jesus? And as we continue on this faith journey, I ask you, are you going to be a pioneer or a settler? Settlers need pioneers to lead the way, and pioneers need settlers to develop what's already going on. And we can be both at different stages in our lives. We don't always have to be one or the other. As long as you are following the plan God has for you, and as long as you are living in relationship with God and allowing him to develop you and his kingdom, as long as you're following whatever the cost, settler or pioneer, The people in Capernaum stayed and settled and developed the ministry of Jesus by sharing the good news where they were. The disciples followed Jesus to be pioneers in sharing the good news in new places to people who hadn't yet heard it. What about you? What is God telling you to do? Are you going to do what he asks, whatever the cost? Well, as we spend time reflecting and responding, we're going to use a beautiful words of the potter's hand. And those words that says, beautiful Lord, wonderful Savior, all of my days, I know for sure all of my days are held in your hands, crafted into your perfect plan. You gently call me into your presence. You call me, do you come into his presence? 
guiding me by your Holy Spirit. Teach me, dear Lord, to live all of my life through your eyes. Let me follow you. Let me live the life that you have for me. I'm captured by your holy calling. Set me apart. I know you're drawing me to yourself. Lead me, Lord, I pray. Perhaps this morning God is calling you to something more than just settling with the status quo. But it's to settle, but maybe to develop some ministry. Perhaps he's calling you to a new ministry, a new adventure, somewhere new, something unknown. We can all find excuses and worry about the detail. But actually what God wants to just know is that know that you're available and that know that you'll say yes. And then you just need to leave him with the details. Perhaps this morning you need to spend time finding out, working out when you're going to spend that time with God in your week so you know what he's telling you, so you know where he's directing you, so you know what he wants you to do and where he wants you to go. Well, we're going to have some time for you to think that through as we sing these beautiful words and you work out perhaps just now or over these next coming days what it is that the Lord is asking of you just now. So let's sing this beautiful song and this beautiful prayer. Lord, I want to be available to you. I want to follow your plan. Tell me where that is, what you want me to do. That's what we're singing as we sing this. If that's what you're saying, then let's sing it to with me together just now.
time of just quietness now. I'm going to ask Trisha to just keep playing very quietly in the background so that you can have this time of prayer and solitude, even though there's lots of us in here. But just have this time with the Lord. This is special to enjoy this time where he speaks to us and tells us what he wants for us, what his plan is. Let's just do that just now. So let me pray with you. Heavenly Father, thank you for the example of Jesus. Thank you for the way you used him to transform lives physically and spiritually. Thank you that that same power can be at work in and through us if we allow you to be Lord of our lives, if we allow ourselves to listen to your directing, and if we allow ourselves to be molded and shaped by you. Lord, for each of my friends here today and for myself, I pray that you will speak most clearly to us about your plan for our lives, about where and what you want us to be, whether it's to be a settler developing what's already at work or to be a pioneer to joining you in a new adventure. Help us all to have the courage to step forward in faith and in doing so, may your power be released in our lives. Lord, I pray too that you will give us all a new passion and a determination to spend time with you this week, seeking your will for us, and give us a new sense of your power and your presence as we do so. We do ask this in the name of Jesus, who showed your power at work. Amen. Amen. <laughs>